Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Challenger. I'm the co-host of One Love Rising along with Heidi Little. Heidi Little is not able to be on the call today, so she's not feeling well and she's asked if I could host the show without her. So we have a guest um, who is with us and his name is Kevin Clark. And I'll read a little information to you about, about Kevin. Kevin Carr is a member of the World Community of St. Francis. His parents were pastors of an, of an Assemblies of God church, and when he was seven, they went to Japan as missionaries. While they studied the Japanese language, Kevin was in the daytime care of an elderly Japanese nanny who brought a distinctively Buddhist perspective, which Kevin absorbed into his developing personality. He lived in Japan until graduating high school in Tokyo at the Christian Academy in Japan. 
Returning alone to the United States in 1969 was a culture shock that drove him to exploring various religious faith communities, including Reformed Judaism. He joined the Air Force and lived in Turkey, where he was introduced to the uh, Mevlana whirling dervish community, and he was able to attend the 700th anniversary celebration of Rumi's death. Another assignment opened the door to attend Christmas Mass celebrated in St. Peter's Basilica by St. John Paul II. So, um, let's see how we can get him. Kevin, are you on now? Can you hear, I Kevin, am on the can call. You can you hear me? Yes, oh, I can hear you, Bob. Okay, good. I can hear you now, too. And I believe Great, we have... Uh, it could be... Uh, Marianna on the call as well. Um, but I, I guess, let, let me just see if that's her. Yes, that's Marianne. Wonderful. Yeah. Hello, is this Marianne? Yes, it is. Hello, Bob. Oh, good. Good morning. Hi. Yeah, I just uh, started the show a little bit late, and uh, Heidi is unable to make it today, so uh, um, I've uh, taken over to hosting of the show. But uh, wonderful to have you here as well, Marianne, from Vancouver, British Columbia, and Kevin is from Tampa, Florida. And I've read a bit about Kevin and his bio, and uh, I guess uh, we should start with asking you, what does, Kevin, what does oneness, oneness mean to you? Well, oneness to me is the concept that energetically we are all connected to one source. Whatever we may name it, whatever our culture has taught, energetically we're all connected to the same source. And I may name it something one way, and I've found people from around the world name it differently, but the energy is the same. Does that answer your question? Yes. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure you were complete. Um, well, maybe you could tell a bit about... Uh, I posted... Uh, uh, the website for the World Community of St. Francis.org, which uh, you run for the World Community of St. Francis. Thank you, Kevin, and you do a wonderful job. And I also posted from YouTube one of your uh, sessions. Uh, um, you um, were at the, uh, maybe you could tell me, you could tell the audience uh, what the MCC Tampa is about because I know you're very active there. Well, I'm the I'm presently the chaplain to the Metropolitan Community Church of Tampa. Um, and what it is all about is it is a Christian community, but it's a Christian community that acknowledges and promotes inclusion. So we have a rabbi in, re- in residence, um, in the church, who's part of 
many celebrations, and she is a, a wonderful, energetic addition to the community. So it's a Christian community that in many ways translates the international interfaith community um, concept. Is that? Oh, thank you. And and um, I guess many people, um, many listeners probably wouldn't uh, be aware necessarily of what we do. I'm also part of the World Community of St. Francis, and every Saturday we tr- join at uh, noon Eastern time to read the, uh, the 12 prayers of St. Francis. But, Kevin, you could talk better about what we do on Saturday, and, and, and we could invite people to join us. Of course. Um, the 12 peace prayers that we read and continue to pray are from a gathering in October of 1986. October of 1986, uh, leaders of 11 major world religions and representatives from many different Christian traditions gathered in Assisi at the invitation of Pope St. John Paul II to fast and pray together for peace. And the peace prayers that we do on Saturday are a shortened form of peace prayers that were prayed that day, Hindu, Buddhist, Zoroastrian, Jainist, Jewish, Shinto, Native African, Native American, Muslim, Baha'i, Sikh, and Christian prayers. And we gather together. It's an international community. People call in from all over the world, and we pray once again these peace prayers and I maintain a website this is my this is my translation my service interpretation of the world community of St. Francis that James Twyman established and I've been connected through various courses that, and classes that he's offered with James Twyman. I just looked it up. Since 2002, uh, he sent out one of his earliest, and I was fortunate to be included in that distribution. And so I've been part of various um, classes and sessions that he held. And he's the one that established the world community of St. Francis or the concept and called together people from around the world of any faith community. And the focus is connecting and holding the energy for peace. And I think I'll stop there and let you direct us a little further. Well, thank you for that. And I've been participating in these peace prayers for over five years now. 
and it is my personal favorite activity to make sure I do every week. It's a priority for me to be on these calls, knowing that we are doing wonderful work when we come together globally to for peace and do it in a way that honors uh, St. Francis and and the, his legend. Um, so as um, with the uh, MCC Tampa, what are your duties there? Um, what do they range to, to do? Do you do weddings, I believe? I Well, I do weddings. Uh, I do weddings both as part of the Rural Community of St. Francis and uh, the Metropolitan Community Church. I've done both. Uh, okay. I also am one of the people who I preach periodically. I certainly, as the chaplain of the community, and the pastor of the the pastor of the church is uh, a wonderful young person who is very devoted to inclusion concepts. the The concept that the Christian faith has evolved into where uh, I think from last Sunday's sermon, the concept of I belong to this very, very special club. And if you're good enough and you do and twist yourself enough, you might be able to get in. That is the concept of many Christian organizations. That's my perspective also at the moment. And I do not believe in that. I believe that the concept is much the concept of Christ's teaching and the Sermon on the Mount, which I say the focus, is inclusion. That you and I are both connected to the divine source. You and I are both part of that energy. And if we include each other, and we respect each other as we come in as you are a manifestation of God's energy and God's message, and we work together, then we build community throughout the world. Yes, and um, um, well, we have a link to um, the website on, um, on, on the information page for you. And it's a www.worldcommunityofstfrancis.org. So um, and thank you for that. Yes. You're welcome. And, Bob, I, I recognize that's a lot of letters to type in. It's all the words, all spelled out. Um, so I recognize that's a lot of letters to type in for a website address, but it seemed to me when I – when I was trying to establish the website, it seemed like the best way to express it because of the completeness. You dedicate everything to it. Yes, yeah. That's, um, people can have a look at it. Callers can have a look at the, uh, that information, which is, is on the information here about you, as well as, like I said, uh, one of your sermons at uh, the uh, MCC Tampa. So, um, Okay, now inclusiveness, of course, is something that uh, we certainly, Heidi and I and uh, 
pretty well everybody, I guess, on the world community of St. Francis that I've met um, are believe in inclusiveness in everything, in terms, not just our uh, religious beliefs, but uh, how we can help each other when we are cooperating with each other instead of competing. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that that is an absolute statement of what I personally live by. And it's the energy that I do everything I can to put out and manifest every day, all the time. And it can really get challenging sometimes. But I find that if I can hold that energy of inclusion and bring that feeling into every situation, including crazy ones at work, then I walk away knowing that I've brought positive and good into each situation. Wonderful. Now I'm going to ask Mary Ann from Vancouver if she has uh, any comments or questions that she'd like to bring up at this time. Put you on the spot, did I? Yes. <laughs> I wasn't expecting <laughs> to speak. <laughs> well. But that's all right. Um, I've long held the image of a point of light, and out from it comes radiating all rays, and all those rays represent all the different ways that people on this earth and probably intelligences everywhere relate to the one light. Uh, I just wanted to put that forth. Wow. That's pretty profound, Marianne. Um, So how did you come up with that vision? Did it just come to you or were you in meditation or how? I don't know. It, it, It came... It evolved or came years ago. Um, I suppose the beginning was when I was in um, in university. We had a um, a one hour um, course on world religions, and at the same time, and that was taught by the United Church. And at the same time, I was in anthropology, and we had a course on Asian. Uh, philosophies, Chinese philosophy, uh, but it it spread into Asian philosophy. And in the Christian one was that tendency that Kevin talked about earlier of the exclusiveness of the Christian church, and I just couldn't see that. So as I began hearing uh, that being talked of, I began thinking, no, um, that Christ or God or whatever the name is, and it doesn't matter because that name appears the equivalent in all cultures, in my view. Uh, That if there is a loving God, that presence speaks to people in their cultural forms in the way that they can understand it. And I think it was an evolution from that, that there is the one source, the one light, which plays in all sorts of different ways 
on this planet. Wow. I totally agree with you. And the exclusiveness of some Christian organizations are something that uh, I rebelled against some time ago. And, uh, in fact, I was in Vancouver at the World's Fair, I think, in 1990 or maybe in that era. And um, I, I just remember thinking, you know, why is it so you have to believe in this belief or you don't make it to heaven, you know? It doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, I've come back to realize that the divinity of, of Christ is within all of us. It's in our heart. We're born with it. And so, uh, anyway, I, I I agree that uh, it's, it's it's really important to be inclusive, as uh, Kevin mentioned. So, yeah, so we have about uh, uh, six. No, we've got a few minutes more than that, even eight minutes left. So, um, Kevin, do you have anything that you would just like to speak about uh, uh, on your own in any field that you're interested in? Well, I still would come back to the concepts of interrelating. Um, and I, the world community to me is an expression of that. And interrelating as we go through our day-to-day life. Reaching out and supporting people. And holding that thought while living in the crazy mixed up world that we live in at the moment is offering and pulling in an energetic healing that I think is really needed. There's a lot of chaotic things happening. There's some teachers and describes that describe it as chaotic nodes that are intersecting here. But we, the people of this earth, have been afforded the chance to bring spirit energy to this third dimensional planet and live it out in day-to-day working, dealing with traffic, dealing with all the challenges that get thrown in our way. And if we can manage to step back, re-acknowledge that within our heart is a connection, a spirit connection, to the all one. And I think that's a critical thought process. If you can take a step back and look at life, look at the chaos that's in your world from one step back, it affords you a new perspective. And I'll stop here and see if you have any other comments. Those are very wise words. Thank you. Uh, you explained you explained things in a very concise, clear way. I've noticed when you do your 
when we do the calls like we did today, that uh, everything you say resonates with me. And uh, it's uh, wonderful to be in a community that realizes that there's one creator for all humanity. And, uh, and we should be acknowledging that always and, and doing these interfaith activities as much as we can. So uh, I've, I've been doing a bit of that here in the area. I am in southwestern Ontario. Uh, every year we have a gathering. Uh, spirit, it's called Spiritual Heritage Education Network, which is multi-faith. And we have people come from the different faiths and speak during a two-day event in Kitchener, Ontario. So I think it's really important that we continue to do these kinds of things and uh, I know that's what you are all about, Kevin. Thank you. I I mentioned in today's call, which, by the way, I have managed to upload that onto the World Community of St. Francis website. I think today's call was really a very... What kind of energetic word should I use, Bob? Uh <laughs> Dynamic. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. Okay, it was, but it was very. It was a good, positive, strong, positive prayer and energy, and I agree. The dynamics were also there, and during that call, I was holding in my hands some crystals, um, not anything spectacular. They're quartz crystals, and I've been holding them even on this call, grounding my thoughts and my presence and connecting that energy. Because if we focus on the energy, then it gives us the ability to let go of the stuff that may arise in our day-to-day world. Yes, and I, I could. Uh, I have the list of the attendees today, just to and I'll to talk about the locations that uh, these nine individuals are from. Kevin uh, is in Tampa, Florida. We have a gentleman, um, George, that's in Durango, Colorado. And we have a lady, Sharon, who is in Oregon on um, Rock <laughs> Rockaway on the beach in Oregon. And I'm from Cambridge, southwestern Ontario, Cambridge, Ontario. And our guest on the show here, Marianne, is from Vancouver, Canada. And we had Kate from Kate from South Dakota, who was actually in Phoenix today. So we had, but she was calling in from Phoenix, and then we had a lady from another lady in Portland, Oregon, and uh, we also had another lady uh, in Eugene, uh, Oregon, and then we had a lady from across the world who joined us, Jean Nitten from South Africa, and so we really had a wonderful cross-section of humanity 
represented by the places that we were calling in from. So um, it's pretty special being on these calls, and I would encourage people, if you want to join these peace prayers, to do so by going to... Well, we're getting down. I just got a message that we're getting down to the end. So, Kevin, do you have any other thoughts you want to leave before we sign off? Well, I'd like to complete what you just said. You were saying the best place to connect to the calls is the website, World Community of saintfrancis.org. All the information is there for the calls. All are welcome. I think that would be it. Okay. And uh, thank you, Marianne, for joining this. You you provided some valuable information of your experience. And, um, Absolutely. Uh, wonderful to hear that. So I'm going to uh, um, <laughs> end the episode for now, and it will be available to listen to uh, shortly on Blog Talk Radio. So thank you both for being here. You're so welcome. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Kevin. And remember the light in all. (laughs) Oh, I love that closing statement. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) We carry it, all of us, in our souls and hearts. You bet. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.